haven't seen a car in 50 miles. You know what I just thought of, right? Kenny and Darla. You believe that story? Whether they did go looking for her head? They only found the car. They never found her head. What's he doing? The hell is that? He dumped something down that pipe. Wrapped in a sheet. Such a good trailer. Be eating you. See, man, do you notice rock music just makes everything better? It's because it's got some soul to it. I know, it's some disturbed in it. Man, I forgot da, da. about, I forgot I about that trailer. Like in the middle of it, I just went, oh, ah! <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, I completely forgot that Disturbed was in that trailer, so that just made it for me. Review's over. Right, so I mean. This Thumbs was... up. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. But you know what, honestly? And I know people's like, oh, here we go about wrestling again. But yes, I am a wrestling fan, and Randy is too. So, well, he's a wrestling nut. I'm a former wrestling fan. There you go. But it's gotten stupid. AEW has not, sir. I, I will agree with you on that one. But anyway, like, do you remember the old videos, like with Limp Biscuit, Stone Cold, and The Rock, oh, My yeah. Way, all that good stuff? Dude, I remember the intro to Raw is War, the video game. Yeah. Fuck at the noise. The yeah, I'm just saying. The late 90s and early 2000s had the best rock music. The Attitude Era had the best rock music there ever was. I'm telling you, man, it was good. But anyway, we want to welcome everyone to another episode of Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. And as always, I'm Johnny. Um, my, let me check my underwear. Yeah, yeah, I'm still Randy. And now he knows my name. Yep, now he knows my name. <laughs> and we have a special guest with us on this episode, the one and only one of my daughters. Coochie Jen- man. <laughs> what it is, bro? <laughs> Hoochie bang. Hoochie bang. <laughs> it is one of my daughters, Jenny the Joe Gale Reyes. The, the, the what? You ain't got to say my real name like that. The, the Joe Gale. The Joe Gale? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, she's wearing a very disturbing pendant. Well, she actually listens to some of our uh, podcasts, some of our episodes, the ones that she has already seen the movie Mm -hmm. she listens to. 
And of course, there's some that she's like, I, I want to watch the movie first, which you know, spoilers. So, so what is what are people in high school saying about small town horror with Johnny and Randy? <laughs> nothing. 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 Yeah. <laughs> nothing. No, I kind of figured that. But you know, one of these days, mm-hmm. one of these days, mm-hmm. we will be out there. It will be a curriculum. Yeah. In the schools. Episode four. Fifteenth minute. What word was said? On Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. But until we get that big, you're just... Yeah, you're stuck with this. Yeah. But Jeepers Creepers is one of, to me, one of the best horror films in... Good Lord. This thing came out 20 years ago. This year? Yes. That's crazy. That does not seem like it's been that long. No, because I remember watching it right after it came out. Mm-hmm. I was a freshman. Oh, it's so good. Don't and look at me like that. What do you mean? This is yeah, you probably weren't even born yet. Well, duh. <laughs> I mean, you the same age. I hope I ain't got no kid when I was, well, well just a couple years later than she was born. You know. But this is one of your favorite movies. It is. And Jenny, the reason you picked this to do a podcast, because I've been trying to get her on the podcast, because me and Randy was talking about doing an episode where we talked with some teenagers to see what they thought. You know, and the only one we could get to do it was this fat Nick over here. Yeah, so you're welcome. But this is one of your favorite movies, correct? Mm -hmm. So, Jenny, scoot up. There you go. Act like you've been in show business. Before we ever, before we get into this review, tell us a little bit about like what is your favorite horror genre? Is it like she's wearing them on her neck? Well, I'm saying, is it like Paranormal? Is it slasher? Um, comedy horror? I mean, what? What? Probably slasher. And who's your favorite slasher? If you say Michael Myers because your dad is sitting beside you, I'm gonna no. thump you in the forehead. Um, Ghost. is Chucky a slasher? Oh yeah, yeah. Chucky's It'd either be Chucky or Jason. Not Ghostface. No. I can't get her to watch. She's only saw the first saw or scream. And I can't, I can't get her to watch the rest of it. But the first one's the best one. Though. Oh, yeah. Hands down. So. But, yeah. She's got this Bruce Campbell necklace. And, oh. Actually, it's, actually it's Ash Williams. Yes. You're at the Bruce Ashley Campbell. Williams. Bruce. We don't disrespect Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> That's what I call it. Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> but. <laughs> loud at my birthday. But, anyway. <laughs> uh, we're so happy that you guys and gals have tuned in. Uh. Our audience has actually grown has since it? October. Yes, it has. And um, our Phantasm episode has gotten big time um, listenership. Then we did Halloween, the 2018. Yep. And now here it is. October's done and over with. Halloween has come and gone. And now we're heading into Thanksgiving. And I know we didn't give you guys a lot on the new Halloween kills, but... Soon. But we want to give you guys a chance to watch it yourself before we start throwing spoilers out. Right. And that's what we talked about. Just doing an episode where it was like, what we thought of it was we disappointed? Did we dig it? But like, you know, I mean, you talk about, I don't want to uh, ruin it for somebody else. Which, I mean, if they listen to the podcast and it says spoiler, then they they kind of ruin it for themselves. But we have to remember to say spoilers. Right. Because half the time we'll get halfway through the podcast and realize, hey... There have been some spoilers. Right, right. 
So now we're moving on to the first episode of this month is Jeepers Creepers. And this film came out in 2001, 20 years ago. I was a freshman. I can't get over it. That's correct. Well, well, was I a freshman? I might have been in eighth grade, depending on what month it came out. Yeah, because you was a grade below me. I was. Yep. Yep. And uh, this film was written and directed by Victor Salva. Who also played a victim. Although what, I don't know what victim. That's what it says. So see, you may have just said that and it may be wrong. That's what it says right here. Okay. Boy, don't you, don't you question me. <laughs> but we'll get into the cast. Uh, playing the Creeper was Jonathan Breck. He did an awesome job. Yes. This I, is the only one I've ever seen, but you said he's in the rest of them. Yeah. So, But he did an awesome job, I thought. And then we got Gina Phillips. She played Trish. And one of my favorite actors, Justin Long. He was good. Played Derry. He's been in uh, Tusk, which I absolutely love and you have to watch. Nah. Shut your mouth. Nope. It's such a good movie. <laughs> nope. nope. Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. I'm okay with Dodgeball. that Dodgeball. I'm okay with that one. What do you mean you're okay? Anything that man touches is gold. <laughs> Come on, man. Tusk. Tusk. You haven't seen Tusk. I've heard of Tusk. It doesn't matter. Don't calm down. It does not matter. It's about as bad as teeth. Now, teeth is disgusting. Uh, then we got Brandon Smith as Sergeant Tubbs. You know he played in Powder? Okay. He was the dad that took all the boys hunting. And he shot the deer. You never seen Powder? Yes, I've seen it, but it was like 30 years ago. I don't remember that movie. Oh, I just remember the dude was so white. <laughs> this will be the last and episode he, with Randy on Randy. And then he pushed the kid in mud, and then he had to bring him back to life. That wasn't him, though. Well, whatever. He played his dad. Anyway, so then we got the very talented Patricia Belcher. She plays Giselle. I thought she did a good job. She, she does play, a good job in everything she, she plays. She played in. a really good crazy lady. Oh yeah, like I said, anything she plays in, she does a great job. But this film, like I said, came out in two thousand one, and it is classified as a horror thriller. And Randy, do you go ahead? I can't believe they didn't put a little bit of comedy on the end of it. From the creeper, because there were parts where he was legit being funny. Eh. Spoiler: When he was getting out of the cop car, walking over to the head on the ground, he started whistling the Jeepers Creepers. See, song. I didn't think that was funny. I thought it was creepy. I thought it was hilarious. And the way he was walking, he just kind of sauntered up. The only his... funny thing he ever did was when he got out, and he was all jacked up, missing that leg. Yeah, that was that only... was funny. At the another spoiler at the end of the movie when he's just sitting there in that chair he just kind of just gets up like he's just he's sitting there at the chair sewing it wasn't a ton of funny parts but there was we'll agree to disagree no I agree that you're wrong you disagree (laughs) some of us are right some of us are wrong and some of us like Bruce Campbell some of us like that crappy Tennessee Titans (laughs) oh no it's over (laughs) so nope Anyway. Nope. What was that? Anyway, uh, Randy, you want to hit us up with the summary? Do you want a page or do you want a paragraph? Make it good, man. Make it good. Make it good. Yeah, Hold you on. got you gotta do the you gotta do the voice. <clears throat> Tip of the tongue and the teeth, the lips. A brother and sister driving home through isolated countryside for spring break encounter a flesh-eating creature which is in the midst of its ritualistic eating spree. Wait a minute, that's long order. 
That didn't go. Yeah, you just completely ruined that I sound. I did. Man. Why don't you just go, dun, 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 dun. You just, yeah. <laughs> what is it? Uh, you don't even know. The following takes place between 6 a.m. and <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. A little bit of 24. Right. Anyway. So, so are we ready to get into the film, or is there anything you would like to say about after, you know, because you haven't watched it in a while, have you? No, it's been a long time since I've seen it. So, Jane, you got anything you want to say? No, not really. I'm kind of mad that you forgot Drag Me to Hell when you were talking about Justin Long. Ooh. I didn't, I didn't forget. You didn't say it? I wasn't going to name everything. Jeez. Well, hey, well, that one's probably his best one. No. Yes. This is one of his best ones right yeah, here. The only reason you say hell. that is because you're not allowed to watch Jay and Silent Bob. That's the only reason you I know. say that. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> sucks being a kid, don't it? Anyway. I walked in on them watching Tusk and it scarred me. Yeah, it would me too. Oh, yeah, and Accepted was good, too. He was in Accepted. Accepted? Yeah. Where he it. makes the fake college. Never seen it. Oh, you're stupid. Yeah. And then Live Free or Die Hard. That was a really good one. That one was good. I mean, come what, on, man. What else was he in? He was in Herbie? He was actually in Jeepers Creepers, too, since you didn't know that either. I know, I didn't see that one. Yeah. How was he in that one? We, mm, I hate Watch it, it don't, don't Yeah, boom, Jenny. That's what I was going to say. Watch it, and you'll find out. I hate it when they do that. He was in Yoga Hosers. Yo, yoga Hosers? Another Kevin Smith movie. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Hey, he was an anchor man. I forgot about that. Huh? Anyway. Anyway. So, are you ready to get into the movie? Let's do it. Alrighty. Ow, your your daughter just hit me. I'm gonna get your dog some shot collars. Uh, and they need some hemp pills or something. <laughs> Y'all be nice. They're out there barking at leaves. Okay, and I'm going to throw you out there. Okay. So, Jeepers Creepers, here we go. The film opens up with a brother and a sister, which I feel had great chemistry. Oh, they did really good together. Derry and Trish. And they are in a 1960 Chevrolet Impala. Still not convinced it wasn't a Mercury. That's what it said online, so, you know. That's what you read, but. Yeah, the internet's never wrong, sir. Yeah, that's what Abraham Lincoln said. Anyway. Abraham Lincoln said that? <laughs> That's a quote. Direct quote. Really? Written in history. It's on the back of the Declaration of Independence. I didn't know that. Yeah. I get you learn something new every day. Every day. So, Derry and Trish are driving across across country, and it's apparently spring break. Yep. It's, is it spring break for both of them, or just for her, or what? I'm guessing for both of them, because he's in college for sure. Yeah. Because he, he had mentioned living in a dorm room. I'm assuming she was in college. But... Anyway, as they're driving, all of a sudden, he's speeding, and he runs a stop sign. And Trisha's like, I'm pretty sure that was a stop sign. He's like, I ain't seen a car for, what, what do you say, 15 miles now? <laughs> he said, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he sees this uh, RV in front of him. And Derry just hits the gas, and he starts flying toward the, I didn't know what he was going to I thought he was just going to pass him. That's what I thought. I thought he was going to mess around with him and pass him. He gets up, and all of a sudden, he starts squinting. Yeah, and it gets up on a license plate, and it says GA, the, the number four. 6A. Or 6A, I'm sorry. Are you sure? Yep. Mm-hmm. It was 6A? 6A, 4EV. Yeah, 4EVR. Yeah. And he's like, he's trying to figure it out, and he's like, gay, 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 gay forever. He says gay he, fever. Forever. He says gay fever first. Then he then says gay, gay forever. forever. Yeah. And she's like, no, ha. Because he's like, you know, that's one for me. And she goes, no, it's uh, sexy. Sexy forever. 
So they're pretty much uh, reading last in place, trying to get one over each other. Mm-hmm. And as they go to pass the RV, it shows this old man and this woman, and they are staring a hole like at, at Derry and Trish. But you'd stare a hole at somebody if they drove by you staring at you too. Yeah, but I mean, like, he was looking hard, and I'm sitting there thinking, daggum, dude. Was he not? Yeah, it was kind of creepy. But anyway. Uh, Wasn't it creepy, Jenny? You ain't creepier than your face. So they get going and they finally pass the RV. And this right here is one reason why I absolutely love this film. The camera work, the camera shots are unique. Mm-hmm. I love when they're focused on something in the front, like it's showing Trish and Derry. And they're, you know, of course, they're in the vehicle and they just passed the RV. And you see the RV behind them in the back window. What's it called? Back glass. Uh, back glass. And all of a sudden, they're just chit-chatting about normal stuff. All of a sudden, you see the RV pull off to the right, going down another road, and all you see is this blurry brown thing just coming up on them. Fast. Yes. And you're like I said, I just love the fact that the camera is focused on the brother and sister, but you just see this, what is that? Now it's got your attention like, what is going on? Right. And now we finally get introduced to the Creeper's vehicle. Mm-hmm. Man, how do you describe that old, dirty truck? It's like a souped-up, steroided version of um, uh, uh, Mater. Mater? It looked like Mater to me, without the tow hook, with sunglasses on. That's terrible, dude. That's what it looked like. <laughs> the front of it looked just almost like Mater. It was the same color as Mater. Out of everything you could uh, use for an example, <laughs> like an old UPS truck, nope. just beat up or something. Nope, didn't look like UPS. It looks like something from Mad Max. I'm gonna say that. I, okay, there you yeah, go. There you go. That that's a good that's a good uh, comparison there. There you go. See. What do you think? It look more she like ain't never seen Mad Max. Nope. Look like Mater or Mad Max. It don't look like Mater. Oh there my go. God! Why did we bring you on this show? But I do like that Darius singing country. He's just, just being silly, you know, yeah. and he's singing country songs. And that's when all of a sudden, instead of uh, the creeper's vehicle getting up and like bumping him or something, he just gets up and blares his horn, mm-hmm. and he just keeps doing it. And I love it because, I mean, we're not even ten minutes into the movie and it's already picking up. Yeah, that's what I love about the film as well. And it doesn't waste any time. And the creeper is just blaring this horn. And they're even trying to move out of the way. And he gets right behind them. I love that. If they swerve to the left, he swerves to the left. It's kind of like he was just doing it to screw with them. Oh, yeah. And you see even uh, Derry, he he turns around and looks at him. He's like, go around. Go around. And he will not go around. Yeah. Derry's freaking. Yeah. I'd, I'd kind of be freaking myself. Oh, yeah. And uh, anyway, finally, he goes around. Uh, um, the creek does and she's like what the heck was his problem and then I like Derry he goes my first guess inbreeding like he yells you know do you know what inbreeding is Jenny no really mm-hmm. it's where relatives mate with each other it's where okay. your your mom's your dad and your dad's your brother <laughs> uh, weasel weasel <laughs> you didn't know that no, what is yeah. wrong with y'all? Come on. I, have, I failed her as a father. You did. Go stand in the corner. The only movie I think she saw with Polly Shore was Encino Man. 
That's a good one. Ain't that the way you learned that? I know, but she but she didn't know that. She don't get it when I go, Stephen Tyler, PJs. <laughs> Stephen Tyler. She don't get that either. How do you please a hungry man? I popped your daughter's trunk. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anyway, let's get back to, so that's what we do here. Yeah, we just, just, it just happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you're in the middle of it. Nah. I listen, I know this happens. Mm. Nah. Anyway, so as he yells the inbreeding, and we see that the license plate on the creeper's car says B E A T N G U. Yep. And they zoom in on it, so right there, you know, you know that's coming back to play in the field. So he takes off, and Trish is like, you know, you're not going to believe this, but you know that what that reminded me of? And he's like, yeah, I do. And she says, or he says, Kenny and Darla. And she says, yeah. She says, you know, they never found um, her body, right? Yeah, and then Derry's like, no, they never found her head. Yeah. And she's, and uh, don't she say they didn't find the car? And he's like, yeah, they found the car. Yeah. But they didn't find him or her head. And they're talking about it was the class of 78. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what, kind of throws me for a loop is why did it mean so much to him like because she says you know like he died they died on this road he's like yeah but that was miles and miles away and i think i think the only reason it is it's like a folk folk story you know yeah urban legend type thing right but just to what i was pointing at before you don't see kind of a comical thing in the beating you license plate the fact that he's driving this giant truck and it says, "I mean, I do on that." Be eating you. Yeah, but See, I mean, there's a little bit of comedy in this. Uh, I guess with lots of play, but I, I, I'm glad they didn't ruin it with the comedy. Cause that dude tripped me out, and he's, he's still creepy. Yeah. Would you rather have comedy in it, or would you like it? It was perfect the way it was. She's not saying that because you pay her money. What? Pay her money. So well, she ain't got a job. Well, as they're driving, it's funny because, you know, they're talking about Kenny and Darla. And all of a sudden, he goes, Be- beating you. Beating you. And he's like, ha, score one for me. And she's like, you can't say it now. Yeah, you got to call it when you see it. Yeah, and he's like, no, that don't count. Why would you make up rules? And it's funny because then it cuts to all you see is Derry. Uh, he's out there pissing in the field. Mm-hmm. And he's like. So we need to talk about uh, when you just make up rules and then it cuts to her and she's over there peeing too, you know. It, it That's why I said I thought they had good chemistry and yeah. the way it was written is where, you know, there's the cut scene and they're still trying to figure out why are you making these rules up? Like, well, well, if you didn't know, in the, like you just seen this movie and you didn't know who they were outside of the movie, you would think they were really brothers and sisters. They played right. really well together. <clears throat> um, let me see here. Oh, and I, I like because once they get done... They're just sitting there BS and they're still talking about, you know, the game. And I can't remember what she goes to look for, but she gets in the back and they're both looking for something. They're like, what are they, do you remember what they're looking for? Water. 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 And he's like, did you drink the last water? And he goes, that was mine. And then when he opens the bag, it's his dirty laundry. She goes, oh, yeah. She goes, uh, mom's really going to appreciate it. And he goes, what? He goes, if I don't bring my laundry, she feels like I don't need her anymore. You know, I thought that that's when he says, and I live in a dorm. Yeah, talking about people, if they don't steal your underwear, they die pink. Yeah, yeah. And then later in the movie, he actually uses pink underwear. Does he? Yeah, when he's tying the trunk. Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, he sure did. 
Uh, but I do like once they get back in the vehicle and they're driving off, they start name calling each other. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was good chemistry because then he's like, but sniffer. And she's like, ha, butt Nash can't use the same thing. Mm-hmm. She goes, you know, I, like I said, I thought them two played off really well together. Oh, yeah. And it's crazy because I know I've done that with my brother and sister before. Not that exact same thing, but right. we've, we've picked at each other like that before. And it, it just, I don't know, they just worked really well as brother and sister. Well, now here comes one of my favorite shots in the movie. Is as they're driving, like I said, they're just still cutting up, making fun of each other. And he does even ask, he's like, so what are you going to tell mom? Because he's like, mom's going to ask, why did you drive on spring break across country with your, what he what he say, something like your uh, butthead of a brother or yeah. something like that. You know, I, I'm guessing, did, did a boy break up with her or what? Well, she, apparently she was seeing somebody and she said, I would tell her the same thing I told you. It's none of your business. Okay. I couldn't remember. I didn't know if they ever actually said it or not. I don't remember what he was calling the boy. I don't either. Do you? Mm-mm. Hmm. Shows how much you pay attention. That's why we brought you on the show because you know stuff, and now you're not knowing stuff. But I do love this scene as they're driving. They see a church to the left hand side, and they're like, "Hey, look, there's beating you." You know, I never recognized that that was a church until, like, right at the very beginning of it. Like really? when I first drove past it, I never recognized it as a church until they came up to it hmm. later. It's weird. What do you think the cross man on top of it? I never, I never even seen the cross. Oh. Not until they came back. Oh. I knew okay. it was a church then. Right. But when they drove by it, I never never picked them in the church. But I love this shot. And I remember watching this when it first came out 20 years ago. Good Lord, that's crazy, ain't it? Makes you feel old, don't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Anyway, so um, as they're driving by there, she's like, look, there's beating you. And they look over and all of a sudden he, he's got this big white sheet and it's wrapped with rope. And it's got red stains on it. And he just walks over to this, what would you call it, a pipe? Yep. And just chunks this thing down there. You know, of course, you can tell it's a body. He chunks one, then he gets another one and chunks another one. And that's when he looks over. And it's just the thought that he caught them looking. And the camera work was perfect because it stayed on the creek the entire time they were passing him. And he never moved. He just constantly watched them. Yeah. Love that shot. It looked really, like... Because you couldn't really see him. You could see that he had this like big duster jacket on. And a big and hat. And a big old brimmed hat, but you couldn't see anything else. Right. It was it was freaky. They played it good enough because you just got a little bit of, little bit to see what he looked like. But you can't tell that he's, you know, whatever he is. Like, mm. I don't even know what you would consider him. Like a, he almost looks like a reptile, kind of. Scaly. Yeah. He's a dragon. You just don't know it. And let's see. And then... As they take off, you know, it's funny because she's like, what was he doing? And he was like, did you see he had something wrapped in white sheets? And she's like, yeah, with... Uh, red stains. Red stains. And he's like... Wrapped in rope. Yeah. Wrapped in sheets. Wrapped in red stains. So they're finally putting together. And all of a sudden, the music picks up and here he comes around the corner. And now he's right behind him and he's coming up fast. And Trish is telling Derry, get going. He's coming up fast. They're trying. Music's getting intense. He's here. He comes blaring that horn again. I want that horn so bad, dude. I'd love to have that horn in my trunk. You'd get arrested. 
It'd be oh, dude, it'd be so cool. You'd be going up to little old ladies in front of Walmart. And, uh, 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 as soon as the green light would turn, I don't. I wouldn't even give a person a chance to get the foot off the brake. I would just start honking the horn at him. But anyway, it comes up, and now he's actually hitting them, mm-hmm. and he's actually uh, running into their uh, bumper, denting their trunk in, and all this stuff. They're flipping out. Well, finally, I even asked you if the creeper hit them, and they went off in the field, or if they just cut over. But it did. It looked like. Uh, Gary, not Gary, they look like Derry just cut over himself. Well, it seems like I remember him saying, watch this, right before they went off the road. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't know. It, it could have just misheard whatever he was saying, but it sounded like he was saying, watch this. And then when he hit him, he just veered off. She said, what are you doing? He said, hold on. Yeah, and then he went there over. you go. It was That's what it was. See? Yay. No, I'm telling you, get up here. Oh, my bad. Scooch up so the people at home can hear you. And so now they run off. And it's funny because he still honks the horn like just a couple more times as it keeps yeah. going. You know? So the, to me right there, that shows that he didn't, he wasn't even there to kill them. He was just screwing with them. Maybe he was. Maybe he just wanted them to think that they were okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll let you live another day. So they run into the field. Well, finally... You know, they're trying to get calmed down, and Derry decides, man, he wants to go back and help. And she's like, don't even think about it. And she goes, this is the part where, uh, uh, what she say, people in horror movies? No, no, not yet. Oh, this isn't it? Nope, not, not yet. When's he do that? When he's trying to go down the pipe. Oh, is it? Yep. Okay, so. This is where he guilt trips her. He's like, what if it was you? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, she's, and actually, I wrote right here. Derry wants to go back and help, and I loved his acting on this because he's like, he's got his arms, you know, he's looking across the uh, roof of the car, and he's like, what if it was you down there? And he's like, would you just want somebody to go? And she's like, uh, she's like, I am not getting out of this car. Yeah, but it's funny because he's like, what are you going to do if uh, we hear that somebody we could have saved and somebody uh, weren't wasn't dead? He goes... But you can just drive off. Like he, like you said, he's kind of pulling a guilt trip mm-hmm. on her. So they do finally go back to the church. And like what she said, I'm not getting out of the car. But it's funny because as soon as they get there. She gets out of the car. She gets, yeah. Yeah. And with all the like uh, crows around, I even said it to you, it reminded me of. Birds. Yeah, the birds. And they're all just squawking and all that stuff. Is it weird that it gave me the, the hankering to want to watch it again? No. No. It, it ain't it, weird. It did. But it just, well, because, I mean, The Birds was a good movie. It wouldn't be. So, anyway, they get back to the church, and Darius says, I'm, you know, I'm going to go look down uh, in the pipe. So, he gets over there and looks, and she's like, you can't see nothing. He goes, no, 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 I see some light. And he tells her to go get the flashlight. Well, she starts to walk off, and he's like, hello? Like, he's hollering down there, and you barely hear just, what would you call that? Maybe, like, even... Almost like a whimper. That's what I was fixing to say, yeah. a whimper. And he starts flipping out. She runs back over there, and he's like, give me the flashlight. And he looks down there. And it's funny because uh, as they're talking, she's like, oh, you're just hearing things. That's all it is. And then she hears it because both their heads just whip and look. Well, he starts, like, testing it. You can tell he's, like, shaking the pipe to see if it's going to hold him. She's like, don't even think about it. And this is where she says that line. Yeah. Uh, what she said, this is where what stupid people do in uh, scary yeah, movies. Says, you know the part in horror movies where somebody does something stupid and people hate them forever? <laughs> yeah. This is that. Right. So, Derry's like, just hold my feet. 
And he's like, that's all I want you to do is just hold my feet. And he lays down on his stomach in the pipe. She's holding his feet, his ankles, whatever. And this part always killed me, though. He's looking, he's, he's, and he's saying hello and all that. And he's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. I see something moving down there. And he shines the light, and there's rats, like, right up on him. Dude starts tripping out, screaming rats. And, but he's kicking his feet. And she can't hang on to his feet. Well, finally, he loses, she loses her grip, and he just goes down the pipe. Yep. Now, he slides down this pipe. This is the only shot that I never liked. And because it looks like he falls in water. I, I don't well, I just don't like it. It's like, and I know this is a movie, but he's going down face first on his belly, but then now all of a sudden he's looking upright. Well, it's a good seven, eight foot drop. Yeah, I know, but it doesn't look like he's even falling. It looks like an old cheesy like '60s movie. Like, to I don't me, know. To me, I always thought when I first watched it, he fell in water because of the way he was slow motion and the way he hit and it just kind of flowed right like he was falling in water weird did you like it yeah i what? watched it in class and i was like that looks dumb but i like it i just because like it looked fake but i liked it i, I don't feel like it needed to be in slow motion if I mean, it wasn't in slow motion i think it would have been better i don't know like i said it just i mean it, it, and it's not that it was a terrible shot it was just it didn't work for me yeah you've never seen alfred hitchcock psycho right I don't think so. Okay. I'm not going to tell you, because we're going to watch it one of these days. I'm not going to tell you what death scene it is, but there's somebody that gets hurt and they fall down backwards in the steps. Like they're on the top of a staircase and they go down. Mm-hmm. But you can tell they're in front of the green screen and they're just like doing like like football. You know how they pick their feet up and go? Like it's supposed to be them falling down the steps. Yeah. But, but it's such an iconic shot. But still, that's why I said that the shot with... Uh, Oh, Derry falling down. I was just like, mm, that didn't work for me. <laughs> but, I mean, like I said, to each is their own. Some people like it. Yeah. So, here's what kills me, too. Once he wakes up, his hand's cut, his shirt's ripped. And she's like, uh, Derry, answer me. Like, she's scared to death. And he's like, oh, he's getting up and, you know, he's hit his head. He starts blaming her. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He starts blaming her. He's like, very nice, Trish. Very nice. And she's like, you're the one that wanted to go down there. You know what I'm saying? And, but it just kills me because, he, yeah, he's blaming her for the entire thing. And his shoe, he's missing his shoe, and it's hanging up by the shoestring. Mm-hmm. He finally grabs his shoe, and uh, she says, "What? how are you going to get out of there? And he goes, uh, this is an old cellar to the church. And she's like, I know you ain't asking me to go in that church. You know, she's like, don't even think about it. And when he looks over, he finally sees what the creep was throwing down that pipe. And there's a body wrapped in some kind of cloth with bloodstains on it and rope around it. And he just kind of quits answering her. And she's starting to flip out. She's like, Derry, you okay? What, what's wrong? What do you see? What's going on? And he just says, uh, go to the road and flag down somebody and get help. And she's like, why? And he's like, just go to the road. Go down. He goes, I found... What did he, what did he say? I found our body? Yeah. And... But he tells her, uh, if you see that old truck, you get back here as fast as you can to this pipe and yell. She takes off. He goes over to the body, and the body grabs his leg and starts. Uh, well, he actually kicks, the, like touches it with his yeah. foot. 
And he's like, is that you I heard down here? All of a sudden, the arm comes up, grabs uh, Derry by the leg. And he's like, get off me, you know, and all this good stuff. He gets down there, and he finally, he can tell the person can't breathe. So he rips the sheet, and it reveals that it's some dude down there, and he's all like. Now, when when you he heard the voice at the pipe when he was up top, yeah. did you think it was a woman? Yeah. Because that's what I thought. I thought it was a woman's voice. Yeah. So I don't know if one of the other bodies was talking and hollering for help. Because whenever he opened up that dude and let him out, it was like he was gasping and like whispering. Well, that's that's something I was going to point out. Yeah, because he's barely able to yell. Yeah. I'm not yell. He's barely able to talk. So I don't know how he's making that noise. So I wonder if it was another body. Probably. They didn't make it as long as he did. Right. So... Um, he finally tells, or the uh, the guy that's laying there is pointing toward his chest. Derry rips open the bag or the sheet, whatever you want to call it, and he sees that this dude has been cut open and sewn back together. And it's some like old... Yeah, it's like, almost like rope. Yeah, it's, it's legit. like stitches, it's like rope. And it never does tell what the guy tells Derry, does it? He's trying to talk, and Derry's like, what? Yeah. And his acting in this scene is phenomenal. Like, he is truly, he's got you truly believing this dude is 100% scared. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he just looks creeped out. Oh, yeah. Like, he he plays, like, freaked out really well. Yes, he does. That's why you got to watch Tusk. Uh. Man, I'm fixing to point something out. I think it's kind of a premonition. I thought it was pretty cool. So after he tells his sister to leave, he goes in. He's exploring the rest of this basement. Well, we see it, but it's barely in the back. And uh, it's another one of those shots. It's focused up front. Yes. He, you know, he bends down to tie his shoe, and as he does it, he puts the flashlight under his arm, and it's facing backwards. And as he's tying his shoe, you can see the light in the back, and it looks like it's looking at it. What looks like at first, like sculptures. It looks just like like human sculptures. Mm-hmm. And then he gets that little, what I thought was water at first, dropped on his shoe, and then he gets up and he looks up, and it's actually bodies. Yeah, and they're all sewn together and mm-hmm. stuff. And like preserved. Right. And that, as soon as I saw that, reminded me of Tusk. Because that's what happens to him and Tusk. He gets like his arms sewed to his side and stuff. It's pretty messed up, dude. You're not helping me want to watch this movie. Why? Because I know what else happens in this movie. What? I'm not... There's little ears here. It's okay. Have you seen Tusk? No. I I keep telling you I want to. I thought you watched Tusk with me. Mm Mm-mm. If you let her watch Tusk, you gotta let her watch Human Centipede. No. No. Human Centipede? No, you don't. Human (laughs) Centipede is disgusting. (laughs) There ain't nothing gross like that on Tusk. It's, It's terrible. Human centipede is like I don't know what was going on in the director's or the writer's mind whenever he come up with that one. Yeah, but the bad thing is they got sequels. I can't believe that many people watched it. Right. So anyway, Derry finds all these bodies and he walks over to these two specific ones he sees, and it's a woman and man, and they're holding hands. And the woman's head has been sold back on. And I think that's what catches his eye. Yeah, I think that's what you know, piques his interest about them in particular. And come to find out, he looks at the class ring 
And I don't know if it said the class of 78 or whatever, but he's realized, holy crap. I think it had the guy's name on it. Did it? I think so. But he finally realizes that the story and the myth and all this stuff is, is legit. It's true. And that would trip anybody up. Oh, yeah, I'd freak. Especially if it was somebody I was just talking about. Well, it cuts to Trish, and she's on the road. And it's funny because before that, she was on the road, and all it was was just a quick shot. It was like less than two minutes. Trish is waiting by the road, and this crow is sitting beside her. And it just sounds like it's laughing the entire time. Mm -hmm. I did like that. But finally, now it's back to Trish, and she's on the side of the road, and she's leaning against the hood of the car. And all of a sudden, you see these two headlights coming. And it did. They played it very well. Yeah. And even watching it this time tonight, I thought, "Oh crap! I forgot about Jeep or about Creeper coming up." And then it wasn't even him. Yeah, I forgot it was a hay truck. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so she starts flipping out. She thinks it's him. The music picks up, and all of a sudden we realize, "Oh crap! It's just a hay truck." And she gets in because she was fixing to go let. And of course, she can't get the thing started. I don't think she knows how to drive a manual. I don't either. Because, you know, that whole grind it till you find it thing was not working for her. <laughs> Wasn't working. Yeah, later on in the movie, she's like, I don't know how much longer this car is going to last. I'm like, well, duh. <laughs> you know? You didn't strip the gears. But, anyway, so, she uh, gets in the car. She's kind of, like, calming herself down because she thought it was that old truck. And out of nowhere, a good jump scare. Derry just bob, uh, pops up to the window and bangs on it. She flips out. And, dude, the look on his face, he's like pale white. I mean. Just that freaked out face, man. He does, He played it really good. Oh, yeah. Um, I really like this scene, too, where now he's not talking. And, you know, they're back on the road. And he won't say a word. And she's like, what happened? What would you see? She's like, you're scaring the crap out of me. What's going on? And finally, he just says, uh, she did lose her head. I like that. Yeah, and he goes, he's, and you know what he did for her, Trish? You know what he did? He sewed it back on. Yeah. And it was just like, it was almost childlike. Yeah. The way he was talking to her. Mm -hmm. Because it was just like, it freaked him out so much, it just took him back to that, I don't know. Yeah. So, now, Derry and Trish show up at the diner. They're at this little diner, gas station, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, she looks down and realizes she needs gas. Yeah, and all of a sudden, as they get to this diner, they're fixing to go in. They see the creeper's uh, truck going by, and he's going back the other way, so he's going back to the church. Music picks up. She's like, uh, come on, let's call. We got to call somebody for help. Get some help. They go in, and it's funny because they bust in, and they're like, we need help right now. And the waitress just like, do what? Like, it's like it happens all the time or something. You notice that? Well, it reminded me of Halloween when Lori went around all the houses and was knocking on doors and nobody answered. Nobody wanted to help. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. And again, here's one of, to me, Justin did a great job in this part. He's, he's up against the wall and she's telling the person somebody's out. They're trying to kill us. And she looks at him. She's like, I need you to, I need you to straighten up. I need you to, you know, man up pretty much what she's saying. And dude, his hand is on her shoulder and even his hand is just shaking. And he's like, I'm scared, Trish. 
I'm, I'm, I'm scared. That's all he says. He just mm-hmm. don't know. Well, out of nowhere, another good jump scare. The phone rings. The payphone. That was a payphone, Jenny. What you used to do was put a quarter in. This is back in the day before you were born. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and you put the quarter in, and if nobody picked up on the other side, the line, you got your quarterback. C O L L E C T, save a buck or two or three. You ever seen that? Major pain? No. Oh, I've seen that before. A long time ago. I don't not, remember anything. Not major pain, but he was major pain on that commercial talking oh, about no, call and collect. That. Never seen that. all your fault well whatever <laughs> uh, oh anyway so the phone rings and some dude out of nowhere he's just like well y'all gonna answer it and he answers it first don't he no she does yeah Trish answers the phone and we just hear a woman's voice she goes have you seen the catch yet and she's like do what and she goes you and uh, Derry, have you seen the catch yet? She goes, how do you know my brother's name? Well, he picks up the phone. off. He's like, who is this? And she's like, Derry, have you seen the cats? He's like, what What cats? And she goes, you have a torn shirt and a cut on your hand. Like, she knows everything about he Derry. He describes now. the tattoo, the rose tattoo he's oh. got on his stomach. Yep. And uh, she starts telling, and I do like how she described it. She goes, you found its house of pain. She goes, that's what he calls it. The House of Pain. And uh, anyway, he's still trying to figure out uh, what exactly she, how does she know this? And Trish is trying to listen in, but I love this where she's like, Jeepers Creepers, if you hear that song, run. And he's just like, F you, and he hangs up, Mm -hmm. you know, because he don't know, he don't know what's going on. No, it's almost like he thinks it's whoever it is messing with him. I'm just saying, if somebody did that, to, if somebody called could tell me stuff like that, especially about my tattoo on my belly, yeah, I'd, I'd be listening. Oh, yeah. If they knew stuff about me, you bet you're behind. I'd be listening. Well, it cuts to, and again, I wrote down, wonderful acting. Derry is talking to the cops, and he's telling the cop, there's a policeman, a policewoman, and he's telling them what he saw down there. Now, I think he did over-exaggerate when he was like five to 600 bodies. Come on now, there wasn't no five to 600 bodies. Maybe not, but I mean, it was a lot. Yeah, but it wasn't no five, six hundred. Come on now. I don't know. Some parts of it we probably didn't see. They may he may have had a whole other wing devoted to other people. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. So, but I like it because he looks over at Trish. Because Trish, you can tell, she don't really, she's not buying it. Right. And he's like, Trish, tell him. And she won't say anything. He's like, come on, Trish, you got to believe me. And... Once again, like I said, just his reaction to how he grabs her. It almost looks like he's abusing her, but he's not. Yeah. But he grabs her, and he's like tearing up. He's like, you've got to believe me. Wonderful acting. Yep. And then all of a sudden, that waitress comes in. She's like, hey, that's y'all's car out there by the pump, ain't it? And they're like, yeah. And they go out there, and all of a sudden, you just see uh, clothes scattered everywhere with the suitcase open, or the bag is open. Mm-hmm. And... uh she goes, there was some man out there by your car sniffing uh, that laundry. And she goes, had his whole, both of his hands full underneath his nose smelling it. She goes, looks like he was enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's funny because he goes over there and he goes, see, now you believe me? You know, and he's picking off stuff up and he picks his underwear up, his tidy whities And it's got his uh, name on it. And he goes, and now he knows my name. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that. Yeah, that was good. And uh, it's cool because... 
you know, they're trying to figure out what's going on. Well, then he's like, hey, would y'all, he looks at the officer and he's like, would you be interested in a fingerprint? Well, they go over there and he's like, can't you dust that or something? And he goes, looks like somebody already has because the wind's blowing it. You can see it flaking. And I never noticed you can hear the wing in the background. Oh, yeah. Creepers, you know, which, of course, we don't know that he can fly yet. But if you've seen the movie, Trish hears it and she turns around and looks and he's nowhere to be found. All right. So now, again, I'm going to let you uh, tell this scene, but I just got to point out. And now the next shot is in the front is uh, Trish and Derry. And they're just, they're talking, flipping out, wondering, you know, why he was sniffing the clothes. I love the camera shot. How it goes from that car, shows the road, it just pans and goes to the police car. Yeah. This is where they hear the, they get the call and they're like, hey, you sure these two uh, kids just ain't, what are they, what are they called them? Uh, Pyromaniac. Yeah. And they're like, why? And they're like, because this church building is on fire. And well, then when it says that, then it pans back over to Trish and Derry. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. It's just the way it panned back and forth. I, I mean, thought instead that was, of just switching. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was pretty neat. It's almost like it's one shot. But all of a sudden, as they're talking on the radio, we hear the creeper land on top of the car. Mm-hmm. You can go ahead and hear the big old thud. The guy's on the radio and he's like, uh, hold on one second, dispatch. The sky's falling. Yeah. So she's his little. She's not too smart. She goes to climb out the window pretty much to see what's on the top, and she's staring his boot in the face. So he grabs her, snatches her up out of the car. Well, that freaks out the other dude, and now he's got a hand coming through the roof, grabbing him, pulls his head up, and I. this is my favorite shot. So it shows the creeper, has a guy, and he grabs his axe, and a swing. Yeah. And it just shows this old-looking medieval-type axe. And you know what's coming. And he just slices the dude's heads off. And uh, it shoots back to Derry and Trish. And they're driving in the car. And all of a sudden, something hits the front of their car. But you're, well, we're missing one important thing. Before the the creep landed on the car, she turns the radio. Oh, yeah. And he hears the Jeepers Creepers music. And he's like, that's the song. And they're talking about it the whole time. This is happening. Th- that the creeper is on the back of the, the cop's car. That's my favorite part. When they hear it and he's telling her that's the song. And through the back window you can see the creeper on the car. It's a good shot. It's Again, it's one of those they're focused on one thing up front. And then they got a good shot in the back. And they're playing the music so loud in that car that there's no way they can hear what's going on behind them. You can barely hear them talking to each other. Yeah, because all, all you can hear him doing is going, this is it, Jeepers Creeper. Yeah. You know. So, Creeper does that, takes the head off, throws it up front. They freak out. They start squalling and spinning, and the cop cars behind them doing the same thing. Um, well, then they all, everything comes to a stop. So they get out. Trish gets out of the car first, and she's going over to the cop car to make sure everybody's okay. And then uh, Derry gets out, and he's looking around. And he's he looks at the top of the car of their car, and he's putting his hand on this little wet spot, and you can tell it's red. Yeah, you can tell it's blood. So he's like, Trish, get back in the car. She's steadily walking over there. And then you kind of get a... I like how the camera kind of just sidesteps mm-hmm. to the front of the car. And you can see the head laying on the ground. Yeah. Right in front of the And the head car. actually looked like the dude's yeah. uh, 
The police officer. But as she's walking up, if you look in the like through the window of the cop car, you can kind of see the white hair. Yeah, from the creeper. So I mean, if you know, you can tell that the creeper's in the driver's seat of the cop car. Yes. So she walks up, camera side swipes. You see the head. She starts to freak out a little bit, and then the creeper opens the door. Yeah. And she just kind of backs out, and they get back in the car. Creeper gets out, and this is what I was talking about. It's kind of to me, it's kind of comical. Because he gets out and he's walking up to the head and he's just whistling the Jeepers Creepers song. Yes. And I and I love when he's walking his boots. His boots, like, sound so heavy. Oh, yeah. And you know every every shot you get of him walking, it sounds, they're just doing these giant thuds. And your wife pointed something out. Remember, she actually watched a lot of it. With it. Well, she, she, she wasn't watching it. She was TikTok. Well, you know what I'm saying, though. Yeah. Uh, when the car is spinning out of control... There's no uh, hole in the roof. See, and I never noticed it. I didn't either. I didn't even notice it whenever you rewound it. I didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't know what she was looking for. Mm -mm. Now, I do like this scene. Like I said, to me, the director, man, knew what he was going for. Yeah. He goes over, and like you said, he's walking. And it's just like he's got a little strut. He's got no rush. He's whistling uh, Jeepers Creepers. Well, he walks over to the officer's head and picks it up. Did you see the billboard behind it? Yeah, tastes taste something. Tastes so darn good. Yeah. yeah. And they he stays in front of that the entire time. And he's smelling the police officer's head. Well, then finally, you can see that he's up to the mouth, but you don't know what he's doing. It looks like he's kissing it. It does. And Derry and Trish are just like flipping out. She's like, what is he doing? And he's like, we got to go. We got to get out of here. And all of a sudden, finally, you hear him chewing on something, and he starts pulling the head back, and you can tell he's pulling out the tongue. One of the, I absolutely loved it. It was freaky. Disgusting. Is that one of you? What's your favorite death scene in this movie? Or have we got to it yet? No, you haven't got to it. Okay, well, when we get to it, you let us know. And you get to describe it. Now, okay, here's your humor. Okay? The next scene, they take off. Uh, Trish and Derry, they take off. Well, now... We're seeing from the back of the Jeeper Creepers uh, truck. He opens the double doors and he chunks the body in there, gets his hat, straightens his hat. He puts it on his head, but it's the way he throws it on his head. It's kind of like... Just like, let me get it right. Yeah, you know, it's it's almost like you got that swag. Yep. Then he shuts the door and the screen is completely black. And it waits and they timed it just right. They wait for a few seconds and then all of a sudden it opens back up and he just tosses the head inside. (laughs) Once again, there you go with your... A little bit of humor. Yeah, a little bit of humor. I did not forget about that. I did think that was pretty funny. So Trish is flipping out. She's flooring it. And uh, Derry is trying to tell her, slow down. He never says stop. He just keeps telling her, you need to slow down, slow down. And finally, she just hits the brakes. And they up in front of this house. And she's like, what? Here we are. You told me to stop. He goes, I didn't tell you to stop. I told you to slow down. And she says, well, we need to call for help. So they start going to this house, and the first thing it focuses on, which when they focus on something, you can tell it's going to be used in the movie, or later in the movie, they see a scarecrow out in this little field. He walks up, and he's like, Trish, I I got a bad feeling about this, you know? And he's like, why don't we go to the next town? And she's like, oh, yeah, I don't know how many miles is away, you know? All of a sudden, you hear this woman, and she's like, can I help you? 
they made this woman so creepy and her environment around the house creepy that you don't know if she's crazy and like the creeper or what. You know what right. I'm saying? And they ask her, do you have a phone? And she said, I think she lies, don't she? Yeah, she she says, says, no, I don't have a phone yeah, out I here. I don't have a phone. And it's funny because she goes, please help us. Uh, Trish says, please help us. Someone's been killed. And she's like, do what? And he's like, yeah, a police officer and a woman. And she thought that she was talking about one of her kittens or her cats. Yeah, she, uh, her whole thing was she didn't want the cops to come out there because they've been out there before because she's got a lot of cats. Right. And she didn't want them to take her babies. And she was like, yeah, you can use the phone. Just don't tell them this address. Cause yeah. Because she's afraid they're going to come. And- she says, keep them on the highway where they belong. Yeah. And I love that because all of a sudden the lights just cut out. And Trish is like, please tell me this happens all the time. The way this cat lady delivers this line, I love it. She's like, uh, um, kids, you got anyone else with you? Mm-hmm. And they're like, no. And she's like, that's not my scarecrow. <laughs> and it just cuts over and he's standing in front of the scarecrow. I love that. It's a, it's a really, because that's the shot that, I mean, it's on the cover. Of him as a scarecrow mm-hmm. on one of the covers. That's part two. Is it part two? Yep. Yeah. And I remember seeing that, and I thought, hey, that's that's a knock at one. It's cool, man. And it's funny because she comes out with a shotgun, and she's like, "You've got I don't know a couple or a few seconds to get off my property." She goes, "And don't think I'm going to tell you twice." And he doesn't move, and she just starts firing, and he the creep hops up real quick and goes over the house. Well, he ends up in the house, and she all she's is like, my babies, talking about her, and I can see Lauren doing that with the dogs. Oh, yeah. My babies, my babies. She takes off with a shotgun, and uh, Gary, uh, Derry grabs her, and he's like, don't go in there. She goes, what did you bring into my house? And just hits him in the nuts with the, with the butt end of the gun. It's going to drop any man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in a heartbeat. So, don't get no ideas. So she takes off in the house, and I do I do like that it didn't go inside the house. It always stayed yeah. outside. The camera is showing where you can see the porch and, like, into the living room. And, and everything is silent. Yes. And all of a sudden, we hear one gunshot go off. And you can see when it goes off, it lights up. And then a second gunshot goes off. And everything's silent again. Well, they start panning over, and all of a sudden, you see her in the doorway. Just standing there. Yes. And Trish and Derry, they're like, hello, ma'am, are you okay? You know? And she's, you can hear her going, uh, 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 mm-hmm. like this. So I don't know what he did to her yet, but it cuts over and I was laughing because he's literally carrying her by the like collarbone neck by, area. By her neck. He's and I was like, idea. I was like, look, he's got the Vulcan death pinch from like space balls <laughs> on her, you know? And she's all like, I don't know. It looks like he's got like every muscle tensed in her body. But he's walking with her, and of course you can hear his boots doom, mm-hmm. doom, as he's walking, and her feet's off the ground. And uh, he finally shows his face up close, like as where they can see he's got the sharp razor teeth yeah. and all that. And he smiles. Yes. And, dude, he chunks her body to the side. Trish and Daria, they take off running after he chunks the lady. Well, I'd freak too if I seen <laughs> that dude's face. He, he threw her down like a rag doll, dude. Which they run and they get in the car. Now, I, I dig this thing too. They get in and they, what she can't get out of um, reverse. It's the same thing she's been doing in the entire movie. Right. And just so, like a woman can't drive. Ooh. Shut up, Randy. Get out. Sorry. 
Well, they back, they back up, and she finally hits the brakes, and all of a sudden, Creeper's in the middle of the uh, road. I love that part. But he's yeah. just pacing back and forth. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's, it's almost like, to me, it reminds me almost of Joker from Dark Knight. Cause yeah. it's like, it's, I want I'm, you to do it. I want you to do it. I want you to do it. Hit me. Hit me. Yeah, I just, I love that. And it's funny because um, Derry looks over at Trish and he's like, hit him. Hit him, Trish. And she's like second guesses it at first. She's like, I don't know. And then she's like, you know what? I'm finna hit this dude. Well, she takes off. Uh, to run him over, and he jumps and runs up her hood on the uh, roof of the car and then on the trunk and lands. Parkour! Parkour! Yeah. <laughs> well, then she hits reverse, and she tries it again, and he does it again. And now, the, the, does he do it twice or three times? He jumps. He jumps it when she's pulling up. He jumps it when she goes backwards. Okay, yeah, that's right. Now, so now she's facing him again, and he starts walking to her. Well, she baits him. Yeah. She's sitting there, and she's trying, She's like, come on, come on. She was, she's wanting him to get closer, so she's grinding the gears so he thinks that the car's stuck. Right. Can't go nowhere, so he starts walking up. And then finally, she gets it out. She gets it in the first gear. She takes off, and she finally hits him. He hits, He cracks the windshield, flips over, and it's funny because he's laying there on the ground, and Derry's like, you think he's dead? She's like, they never are. And she hits it reverse. She runs over him, goes forward, runs over him again, and then third time runs back over him. And what kills me, though, is Derry's like grabbing the, win- uh, the steering wheel. He's like, enough. And I'm like, no, boo that. You just see what this thing can do. Keep keep hitting him. And it finally shows uh, the creep laying there on the ground, and his arms got tire marks all over. You can see the steam coming off. His, yeah. his leg is totally ripped off. And they're sitting there watching, and all of a sudden you see, like, the back of his coat start moving. And they're like, what? What is this? What is he? And all of a sudden his wing comes out. I remember when I first watched it and that happened, I was like, mm, where are they going with this? Yeah. Because I was like, don't tell me he's fixing the light. His skin's going to peel and he's going to turn into a big <laughs> bat. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's what he, technically, I mean, that's what he looked. I always thought he was a gargoyle. I'd rather have that than... I thought they were going to ruin it like they did with the original 1990 It, where he became like this big scorpion spider looking oh, thing. Oh, yeah. That's what I thought it was going to be. You just didn't want him to become a bat because you're scared of bats. And? <laughs> it's Ozzy's fault. But you're scared of moths. You did not have to bring that up. Well, don't bring my bat issues up. <laughs> <laughs> He's got batty issues. <laughs> so, the wing starts flapping, and it ain't going nowhere, and it finally just falls. And so now for the fourth time, they run over Creep again, and they take off. Yep. Well, now we cut to the police station, and they're in there, and all of a sudden, uh, we get introduced to Giselle. And we find out that Giselle is the one that called them from the diner payphone. Yeah, and the police know her because apparently she was right about a missing kid. Yeah, and they're so, like, now she thinks she's a... Psychic. Yeah. And and they just keep telling her, go home, leave these two kids alone. They've been through hell. Leave them alone, you know. And uh, I find I love it because she's it's the way she delivers her lines, which, like I said, I think she's a wonderful actress anyway. Yeah. She looks over at because um, Trish is not buying a word she's saying. Well, she walks over and she literally like puts her hands on um, Derry and she's like, every twenty third spring for twenty three days, it gets to eat. 
And I love it because he's just like, eat. And she's like, you know what he eats. Don't make me tell you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. she she just don't want to eat. And, and that's what, I, you feel bad for her because she's like, you think I like seeing this stuff? Yeah. You think I like dreaming about this stuff? And uh, this is what I said always would creep me out is when she tells him, uh, it eats, what well, she says, it eats lungs so it can breathe and it eats eyes so it can see. Whatever it eats, it becomes part of it. The way she delivered it is just perfect. I mean, creepy lines. I yeah. She she's a really good actor. Yes, I mean everything I've ever seen her in, she's always done good. Yeah, but she plays a lot of like judges. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a bunch of movies where she plays a judge or something like that. Um. So finally, now all of a sudden the lights go out, and the what was his name? Death. Uh, what was his name? Sergeant Tubbs. Yeah, Sergeant Tubbs. All of a sudden, it's funny because he's like, he's like, the phones are out, the lights are out. Do we not have emergency lights? Go, what's going on? All of a sudden, emergency lights come on, you know. And uh, it's funny because when the lights go out, right before the lights go out, excuse me, we see the creeper's truck pull up really quiet, and he gets out, and you see one, the right leg lands on the ground, the left leg he slowly places, it, but it's all ran over and disgusting. Yeah, he's pretty much missing his arm. It's like one of his forearms and one of his legs. And then and finally when the camera pans over, that is a creepy shot of him walking off. Oh, yeah. He's all limping and stuff. It looks trippy. Yeah. Reminds me of The Undertaker. Not the way he walks, just, just the, the look. Hat. Yeah, the, the hat, hat and the, the duster. Yeah, yeah, that's the only reason. Uh, let me see here. So anyway, the lights uh, go out and all this stuff, and the one of the policemen is going down to check the cells. You know, because they have to do a, what's that called? Head count. And he goes to the first uh, cell, and he's like, all right, guys, got to see some skin. Show me some skin. And one of the guys just, he looks over like, man, you're blinding me, you know, with the light. And the guy on the bottom is funny because he's like, show me some skin. And he's asleep. He just flips him off. He's like, yeah, that's real sweet. I love yeah, you, too. I love you, too. He goes to the next one. There's a guy laying there. And then finally he goes to the third one, and there's two guys against the wall. Freaked out. They look creeped out, oh, man. Yeah. And he's he kind of looks at him. Well, they look over at him. Then they look over and they're like they kind of nod their head over to like look at look at the other cell. We see that the cell has been ripped up. The bars have been bent, and all you see and it's it's a creepy shot. You just see a creeper with no clothes on, and he's hunkered over this guy. And you see the guy's legs or his ankle down is missing, and you can hear him eating. Well, now all of a sudden his arm drops and his hands missing. The sound that he makes when he's eating. Oh. Sounds like Jenny when she drinks uh, green tea. <laughs> Go ahead, Jenny. Show them how you do it. You got to get up there and show them how you... Oh, I hope I got enough. Just do the chug. That's that's what it sounds like. That's yeah. exactly what it sounded like. I hope that picked up. Me too. Watch it won't be like, ooh, boo. And like, ain't nobody going to know what they're talking about. So anyway, uh, he shoots, he fires a gun and... Now everybody up, uh, upstairs, I don't think they're aware of it just yet. And right here is one of the my favorite actual lines is where she's still trying to convince Giselle. Giselle, Giselle is tr- still trying to convince, excuse me, Trish and Derry what's going on. And she's like, I've seen it. Uh, I've, I've dreamed about it. And they're like, has your dreams ever been wrong? And she goes, it, it wants one of y'all. 
But she knows which one, but she ain't going to say. Mm-hmm. But I love it when she starts going, Jeepers, Creepers. She goes, I hear it playing while one of y'all are screaming the last scream you'll ever scream. I love that line. Yeah. Because both of them are like, and Trish, of course, she's like, you're full of, you know what. Yeah. And that'd be creepy for somebody to be able to tell you, you know, mm-hmm. I, I've seen your death. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you're in a dark room just screaming, you know. I, no, screw that. Well, it's playing on an old uh, phonograph. Well, finally, um, Sergeant Tubbs gets, he hears on the radio, one of his men, they're like, hey, we got a situation down here. We got an officer down. And they're like, this guy, he's wearing some kind of bulletproof something. They're like, we've shooting at him and it's not having an effect. And they're like, they're doing play-by-play pretty much. And they're like, he's gone. And he's like, what do you mean he's gone? He's like, he literally just vanished. He went up on the wall. And he's like, he's heading right up to you guys. He's heading upstairs. Well, now all the police officers are waiting. And it cuts back to Giselle. And it's funny because she says something about hearts. She's like, he's eating a lot of hearts. What, 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 what was that about? They can't kill him. He's eating too many hearts. Yeah, anytime he eats a heart, I guess he gains a life. Kind of like a, hmm. So he's got like nine lives or something. He's got as many lives as he eats hearts. See, and I never picked that. On, I never picked up on that either. That was the first time I ever heard her really say that, you know. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so now they're all waiting on the creep to come up. And one officer, I guess he's going to be... Uh, Mr. Big Balls, he gets a gun and a flashlight, and he's going to go look himself. Well, everybody else is standing back, and he goes up. He looks. I guess he's police officer number 18 or something, because I don't even know if they said his name. He wasn't important enough. (laughs) So he goes up, and he looks down the hallway, or he looks down the staircase and doesn't see anything. And he turns around just looks at him, and all of a sudden, he comes down, creep comes down from the ceiling. You hear something. All you see is blood on the officer's face. Once again, a good special effect. It cuts back, and now the dude's heart is missing, and you can see... Through his chest. Through his chest. And you can see all their flashlights uh, looking at him and stuff. He looks down and realizes his heart's missing, and he starts flipping out, and then, boom, falls face first. So there's another heart. Again, I like this part, too. Now the officers are shooting, and they, they're they real quiet, and you can hear him going, like, eating. They start shooting. They get quiet. You can hear them eating again, so they start shooting. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, he's just constantly just eating hearts. Now, uh, this is funny. They get to a dead end. It's Giselle and Trish and... Uh, what do I want to say? Derry. That's his name, Derry, right? Derry, yeah. They get to this dead end, and they're like, you didn't see this? And she's like, it's like a movie. She goes, I just see clips. She goes, I don't get to see all of it. And she goes, but I know that you run upstairs, and that's where he gets you. You remember? She makes the comment yeah. about that. But that this is what's crazy, because finally Derry tells Giselle, he goes, you know what's going to happen. You know which one of us is screaming. She starts crying, and she does not want to, she doesn't have the heart, it looks like to me, to tell him it's you. Mm-hmm. And she says, uh, he goes, is your dreams always correct? And she just starts crying, and she, uh, all of a sudden, boom, he comes around. Creeper is, like, literally on the wall, crawling. What does she do? You two go upstairs. And she sends him the way that... She's seen him get taken. Yeah. I, I Tonight, I noticed that, and I was like, wait a minute. It's a horror movie thing. Oh, I know, you but... You gotta run upstairs. Right, but, you know... 
Still, just the fact that she told him that's you're gonna run upstairs. Then she's like, "Hey, go upstairs." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'd be like, "Get down and pray with me." <laughs> yeah. So, um, now Derry and Trish run upstairs, and literally the creep is crawling on the wall. She just drops her knees, Giselle, and she starts praying. Well, all of a sudden it gets real quiet, and she looks up, and all of a sudden he just comes up from behind her and grabs her head. And I, thing, I was like, "Don't kill Giselle." Oh, and he starts sniffing her, and she's flipping out. You know, she's starting to cry, and I guess she didn't have anything that he wanted. That or, I, I don't know. Yeah, he that part scares the crap out of me. The well, way he quickly came around the wall. Yeah. Started, no, that was creepy. I love it. And the way he smells people, that's terrifying. He's got to find the right scent. I know. you got to find the person. Well, I think it's funny you just said that about him smelling people because... Uh, now it goes to Trish and Derry, and they're in this room. Well, there's a two-way mirror, and Trish walks over to it. I don't know why she's so infatuated with this mirror, but she walks up to it. Well, on the other side, the creep is over there, and he puts his hand on it. Well, then all of a sudden, he puts his face up against where her face is, and he's you know breathing real heavy and all this stuff. <laughs> Did you see where uh, all of a sudden Derry grabs her, and they're like arguing, but you can't hear him? That killed me. Like, after they go to the other side? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what the heck that was for. <coughs> I didn't either. I think they were trying to be quiet so that he wouldn't hear them. Yeah, but it was just the way that... It was weird. It was almost like the audio was off. Yeah. But, uh... Um... Now, all of a sudden, I know where Creeper busts through the wall. And here's where I'll fix that. You said you didn't like how he smells people. Mm-hmm. That actor... The way he forces himself, like how he would just like, he grabbed them and would not only would he he go to, to them to smell them, but he would yank them toward him. Mm-hmm. I loved it. So he smells Trish, then he smells uh, Derry, then he smells Trish again, then he goes back to Derry, and then finally he grabs Trish and just chunks her in the hallway, and he grabs uh, Derry, and out of nowhere all the police officers come, and now... I don't know if this just pissed Creeper off or what, but all of a sudden, like, his face expands. He went predator on him. Yeah, he did. And that scream, that that was trippy. Yeah, it was, he almost like he, he hooded himself. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, so he's got Derry, and he's by this big window. Well, Trish gets up, and she starts crying. The police are fixing to start shooting, and she says, uh, take me. She goes, I'm stronger than him. I've got everything you want. I won't even put up a fight. And she's begging. And, of course, Derry the whole time, he's like, don't be the hero. Don't be the hero. And she's like, please, take me. And out of nowhere, Creeper's wings open up. And she says, uh, she screams, finally, take me, leave him. And then, boom, he just busts through the glass with uh, Derry, and they take off. I like the scene where she... All the cops go to the window to see what's going on, and she's running outside. Yeah. She's ran downstairs, and she's chasing after him on foot. And you get a shot of, through the trees, of the creeper flying away. And, like, she's chasing him, and right gets right up to the moon. You can see mm-hmm. the silhouette in the moon. And then as soon as she clears the trees, all you see is the moon. He's gone. Yep. Um, I, I wrote, Creeper and Derry vanish into the night. That's a good shot. And her her reaction is where she was just like... In awe, her jaw dropped. She didn't know what to. She wasn't crying. Nothing. She was just looking up. Well, 
Now it cuts to the next morning and Trish is at the police station and Giselle walks in and she's like, um, your parents just pulled up. And all she does is look at Giselle and she's like, is your dreams ever wrong? And she's like, I'm just a crazy old lady. Ask anyone. And like, she's not having any of it, Trish. She just walks by. She doesn't say anything else. And right there, that does kind of make you think that Giselle is a little crazy because she just keeps talking and... yeah. Because Trish walked off and she's still looking at that chair talking, you know. Well, Trish goes outside and there's a, a crow again. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound like as much like it's laughing like the other one did, but it's just the fact that I don't know if that's supposed to represent anything or not. Mm. You know maybe, what I'm saying? Maybe it's just, oh, hey, don't forget. This, you know, something bad happened. Yeah. So... Now it cuts to, we see kind of like an abandoned factory. Mm-hmm. And you see like pipes are leaking water and all this stuff. And all you hear is a man screaming. And you can tell it's Derry. Oh, yeah. And he's screaming. And it's like fading into different shots. Like you can tell you're getting deeper into the bowels of this factory. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's screaming. And finally, you don't hear the scream no more, but you hear that old record playing Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. And it's the creepiest version of it, too. Well, it shows Creeper, and he's sitting there with, you know, no clothes on. He's sitting there, and he's sewing something, it looks like. And all of a sudden, he gets up off his stool, and he walks off. Well, the camera kind of follows, and there we see a body hanging there. And it pans up, and you see the rolls on the belly, belly button. So you know, crap, that's Derry's body. He did. Well, it pans up, and he's missing his eye sockets, everything. And it's playing, Jeepers, Creepers, where'd you get those peepers? And Robin says, Jeepers, Creepers, where'd you get those eyes? Creep, creeper pops up behind him, and he's got Derry's uh, eyes uh, in his sockets, you know. Yep. And he kind of blinks, and then all of a sudden, boom, fade, fade to black. black. The end. No and Derry dead. Yep. And that is it for Jeepers Creepers. Derry died. That's my favorite kill. I say you he Derry. Derry. Mm-hmm. Like Derry. I was mad when he died, but it was cool. So that was my favorite. You could kind of tell already that he was starting the petrification process because Derry was all shiny, like his body. Yeah. It was yeah. Well, that being said, uh. Jenny, you've listened to our podcast for you know how we rate things. It's the pulling scale, pulling scale, pulling scale, pulling scale. So what we do is we you give it a thumbs up, mm-hmm. thumbs down, or thumbs in the middle. Mm-hmm. You can say like if you say thumbs in the middle, you can be like it's a one time watch. But then after you give your your thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle, then you give it a grade. We only do F's, D minus D. Is that right? Well, that's all she gets in school. C, so. C, C plus, B, B plus, A, A plus. Yeah, any kind of grade. A plus means greatest movie you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, it just means that, like, you wouldn't change anything about it. It's your number one. But anyway, who, who, wants, going, who wants to go first? I think Jenny should go first. Good boy. Okay. And don't just grade it. Tell us what you liked about it, the reason you're giving this, the uh, grade, all that. Okay, um... I give it a thumbs up, dude. Uh, I don't know. There's, I wouldn't change nothing about it. 
that that's my favorite. Like, The Shining used to be my favorite. And then I watched that again because I hadn't seen it in like two years. So I watched it in school and I was like, okay, that's my favorite. Jeepers Creepers? Yes. I love that one. Uh, what was the highest grade? A plus. A plus. Great. I love that one. So you're giving it a thumbs thumbs up and an A plus. Yeah, better than Freddy vs. Jason. Oh! No, it is not. Wow. I don't think you're going to want her back on the show no more. No, this is it. It was the last time. Yeah. I'm just playing. Um, so, I mean, tell us why you feel like this is an A plus. Like, what stuck out to you more? Because you've you've always been shining, shining. What mm-hmm. is it? That, what 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 made you change your mind? I mean, Derry died. It was I know. Uh. It was a lot. It was. It's one of those movies I could watch over and over again. With The Shining, it's very slow, mm-hmm. so you can't watch it like over and over again. Um, it was a lot more scary and not as confusing as The Shining, and the creeper just scares the crap out of me. Like after Victor Crowley, it's probably him. <laughs> Victor Crowley's kind of creepy looking. Mm-hmm. No, wait till you see the rest of them. It gets oh, worse. Oh lord, they're awesome. <laughs> Randy, you want me to go next or you want to go next? I'll go. Okay. I'm uh, I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Okay. I think it's a definite watch. You got to watch it. Um, It's one of those ones, like, I know I haven't seen it in a long time, mm-hmm. but it's it's one of those ones, if if I'm around somebody that said, I've never seen Jeepers Creepers, I'm like, well, let's watch it real quick. Right. You know, I, I, can, I can rewatch this one all the time. I like, I think the biggest thing for me is how creepy they made that song. Yeah. The Jeepers Creepers song. And how much creepier it was on the phonograph. Right. When they play the old version of it, and it's just kind of, it's got the static behind it, and it's just like, well, it's like Tiptoe Through the Tulips. Yeah. With Tiny Tim. Like on Insidious. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, you take that song anywhere else, like they played it on Spongebob, and it wasn't that bad. I mean, you right. play it on Insidious, and it's one of the creepiest songs you've ever heard in your life. Um. So I like how they took that that song and just made it, just really creepy. And then the shots. It, it's probably one of my favorite things about the whole movie was kind of what you were talking about, how you get you get the focus up front in your face, but then if you pay attention to the background, there's so much going on in the background. And it for me, it was most prominent in the um, with the cops mm-hmm. when they're driving and they're sitting there going over that song, which is like a modernized like rock version of right. Jeepers Creepers but in the background you can see the cop car swerving and, and oh it's just a really good job I thought it was really good the uh my favorite death scene is probably I'm gonna say probably the cop that got his heart ripped out like I thought that was really cool, cool. Yeah. because they just got done talking about it he, he eats hearts he's eating so many hearts yeah so I thought that was really cool uh, get thumbs up for sure, and I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an A. Okay. I'm not gonna go A plus. But I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give it a good A. Right on. For sure. Okay. Well, I'm definitely gonna give it a thumbs up, and I'll tell some reasons why. Like you said, one, the movie, as soon as it starts, bam, it, it's nonstop thrill ride. And I hate when you watch movies like trailers and they're like nonstop thrill ride and all this stuff. And, you, and then you get there and you're like, mm. mm-hmm. 
know what I'm saying? Uh, from the very first scene on, it's just go, go, go. Also, I think it's the perfect amount of time for the film. It's They didn't have to make it a two-hour film or whatever. I don't even know how long this film is. Hour and a half. Hour and a half on the dot. Yep. That is perfect timing for this film. Uh, one, the creeper looked, and still is to this day, still one of the creepiest looking things. Uh, now, I know you haven't seen three. Yep. But one of the things that ruined three for me, which I did like it, it wasn't nowhere near as good as this one. Mm-hmm. Almost everything was shot in the day. So you saw him all the time. And to me, I, it kind of lost the mystique of the creeper. Really? Yeah, like every, if you look at pictures from it, it's all during the day. And that, that kind of, eh. This one, it was like, you could see that more of his silhouette. Right. Or the fog or the moonlight, but you know, all that. But he, not only is he a, a great character, but th- the acting was phenomenal. And the main thing, the camera views. The yeah. camera shots was freaking awesome. So I am right with you. I'm giving it a definite thumbs up and I'm going to give it an A. Right on. So it's been a while since I gave a movie an A, but I absolutely love this movie. Yet again, another much yes i mean and for the same reasons too yeah and honestly my favorite death scene it's weird because it's i don't know if you would consider it a death scene but it's it's gotta yeah it's gotta be him whistling to go pick that head up and then tearing the tongue out oh you know what <laughs> i take that back if you my favorite death scene mm-hmm. is when he's on the top with the, the axe. backs yeah, I mean, you don't technically see him kill him. Right. But you know that he's going to. So right. Call that a death scene. That's my favorite. And that's another thing. is you said that Jeepers Creepers song, mm-hmm. I liked that they had different versions of it in the movie. Yeah. Because, you know, how often do you hear that song on the radio? But no, they had to add a little just classic rock to it. To, yeah. yeah. Just happened to come on that radio then. So, definitely. Um, I, I, I'm still, man, 20 years later and it still holds up. I love it. So with that being said, that is our review of Jeepers Creepers. Um, I don't know what we're doing next. I really don't. Hmm. I don't either. Do what? No. Oh my god. We did have a recommendation we do. on Instagram. We did. Uh, if we can uh, find the movie, as we as soon as we can get it. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna do that review. So I'm not gonna say if that's gonna be our next one, but if it is, we're gonna give a shout out to the person that requested it. Absolutely. And uh, like I said, if we can find the film, we're definitely gonna go ahead and review it. So right now we don't really have one planned. So I mean, you'll get one. Trust me. Oh, you're gonna get one. No, yeah. Yeah, you ain't getting no updates. You gonna get the movie. <laughs> jangling, 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 jangling. <laughs> but no, I mean, can we do life? I'd love to do life. I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not like certain parts that are horrifying, but. Nah. Nah. But anyway, Jenny, do you got anything else you'd like to share before we sign off? Uh, no, not really. Well, we. Don't act like you've been talking this whole time. I have been. Oh, my Lord. Well, we've tried to keep her quiet this whole time and we've succeeded, so. Yay, we win. 
Anyway, Gold Star. With that being said, we like I said, we hope you guys enjoyed this, and remember to tr- subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. We're available pretty much anywhere you can get your podcast. Uh, we always got to give a shout out to Anchor; they make this possible for us. Uh, we've been technically doing this over a year now, and we're having a blast doing it. So catch us up on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast. I mean, we're out there now. Follow us anywhere on any social media you got. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Johnny's got the handles. Yes. Uh, Facebook and Instagram is Small Town Horror with Johnny and Randy. And Twitter is at Small T Horror Pod. And... Our Facebook page has got so many cobwebs on there because ain't nobody on that Facebook page. But we got followers on Twitter and Instagram. So, like I said, we done got our first. Well, technically it isn't our first. We've got, we got hit up wanting to do Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yep. And By then, the pulling man. Yes. The guy that, while we started doing the pulling scale. Pulling scale. So, anyway, if we can find the movie that was recommended to us. Then uh, we were going to give a shout out, like I said, and we are definitely going to do it. So with that being said, everyone, just remember to always stay scared. Stay spooky.